Welcome to the Crazy Little Thing Called Life podcast with your host, the lovely Megan Thompson. Megan is a spiritual life and business coach, a Kashik record practitioner, and all things crushed velvet lover. If you're keen to create more than just a living, but a life and business you love, you're in the right place. Bursting with practical and spiritual tools, tips and tricks that you can enact today to get out of your own bloody way. So grab a cuppa and shield your wee one's ears. You can count on Megan and her guests to use cheeky adult language and inappropriate humour on this crazy little thing called life. The time has come for you to step into your power. I know you can feel it and I know you know this and you're getting this opportunity to ask yourself, what am I more committed to? My vision or my pain? The universe has foretold of you doing this and I am here to help you. It's time to shift away from the triggers and the drama and the trauma and all of the things that we think that we need to heal first so we can be the people that we want to be. I think that we forget that what we put our attention on when we focus on this, we actually get so much more of it. And I am one who is all about diving into the shadow and exploring it and understanding it. However, I think that it's really important for us to dive into the shadow so that we can use the information and shift and alchemize it. But sometimes we get so caught up that we are, we'd much rather just wallow in our pain or frustration or confusion around our next steps, right? Don't lie to me. I know this is what you think. So when I was musing about what I wanted this week's topic to be, thinking about thankfulness and gratitude and all of that felt, well, it just felt really shallow. It didn't feel like what we needed to dive into today. And so I want to share something much different and come from a place that is is very different around um, doing doing this work and moving through the holidays with intentionality instead of being thrown around and tossed around by this high energy time of the year. And I just want to say that if you are listening to this episode and it is not the holidays, the tools and the tips and the tricks that we use are applicable. So there is going to be a link for you to download a healing meditation, an Akashic healing meditation. And I want you to make sure that you grab that. So the link is in the show notes. I dove into the Akashic records for all of my people, for my soul tribe. And I asked, you know, what is coming up right now that needs to be shifted and healed so you can show up in your vision and do your great work. And um, I was not surprised about what showed up because I feel like the more and more people that I connect with and the more women that I, I get to talk to, the this kind of 
this kind of like crunchy piece of the puzzle is our, there's like intimidation around fully stepping into your purpose. So if you are one of those people who has this big vision and you are having a hard time really stepping into it because you're intimidated by all of the other people out there who seem to know so much more or by money or taxes or any of those parts and pieces that you are afraid of, then you are definitely going to want to grab this Akashic Healing. Again, the link is in the show notes. All right, so if you find the holiday season to be energetically draining and you want to hold steady in your boundaries and be the person you dream to be, not that triggered AF version of you, you know, that reactionary version of yourself, then this episode is for you. I want to say that if you're listening to it and you are um, kind of feeling a little bit like you don't know what your next steps are, So just close your eyes for a moment and I want you to start to take some nice deep breaths. And I want you to, and if you're driving, you know that this is not a good time to close your eyes. So don't do that. But just, we're going to take a few moments to ground because there is so much energy right now. And I know you feel it. The holidays is such a powerful time. People are high energy and it's not always the most wonderful feeling. So just close your eyes and I want you to imagine yourself encapsulated in this beautiful ball with your north above you and your south below you and your east to the east of you and your west to the west of you. And I want you to call you back to you, just breathing in and calling all of the parts and pieces of you back to you. Bringing yourself head over heart, heart over pelvis, opening up your chest in a gesture of receiving, opening up your palms in that gesture of receiving and noticing how you feel. Do you want to run away? Do you feel like lots of frantic, anxious energy? Can you breathe through it and just give yourself the space right now to connect with you? And I want you to hold into your mind's eye or start to collect, bring forth the vision of how you want to navigate your life right now. Who do you want to be? Do you want to feel confident in who you are? Do you want to feel fully expressed? Do you want to feel whole? Do you want to feel generous? I want you to try on all of those things that you wish your vision for yourself. And I want you to make the commitment right now that you will commit to this vision instead of the pain and the triggers that are inevitable during this time, during this crazy little time in life. Okay, and I want you to take a nice deep breath in. Exhale it out. Shake your wrists. Reach up overhead if you're not driving. 
and bat your eyes open and just notice how you feel. So today's episode is about how to use anger to be that, vi- that vision of yourself, to be the person you want to be. And I just want to say that in the spiritual world, anger has gotten a bad rap. And in its place, toxic positivity has been promoted. The truth is, toxic positivity keeps you stuck. So that when you're like, I just need to be positive, just stay positive. My mom is triggering me right now at the dinner table, but I'm just going to put a smile on my face and stay positive. Avoiding your feelings because you're trying to stay high vibe or trying to stay positive is actually what holds you back. And it prevents you from what you actually want in your life, period. If you are feeling insecure or triggered, or if you feel overwhelmed by it all, listen, don't just try to stay positive. I know it sucks. Or maybe it doesn't suck. Maybe the anger is fueling the fire, making you feel powerful and important and justified in your feelings, right? Oh, I'm pissed. It's this bitch fault. You know that feeling? (laughs) Anger shows us what we've been denying. One of my favorite quotes that has transformed my life. I just want to say that I was a very, very angry person for a very long time. And this quote just really shifted everything in me. I didn't want it. My vision, so I'll share a little bit, like sidebar. My vision was to be the mother I had, I, I had wanted, the mother I had always wanted to be. I didn't want to be the person who yelled. I didn't want to be this reactionary person. That's what I grew up with. I wanted to be present mother, and I knew I had it in me. So like our vision is within us, and it's up to us to take the actions to become it. And that does not mean it's easy, right? And so this quote is, holding on to anger is like drinking poison and expecting the other person to die. Holding on to anger is like drinking poison and expecting the other person to die. Mm. That one really got me in my guts. Because I was angry at my dad. I was angry at my mom. I was angry at the world. I was just angry. And it has taken a lot for me to step into the vision of who I wanted to be and release that anger and recognize that the anger was actually fuel and I could use it. Anger is a powerful, transformative, fire-based energy that when used instead of abused, it will burn through the bullshit that's been preventing you from being the person you want to be, period. Anger, when used alchemically, will inspire deep transformation. Anger arises because a boundary that we need to honor has been crossed. Maybe it's your uncle talking shit about your lifestyle that triggers your anger. Or maybe it's the way your father-in-law continues to recommend you get a real job. Maybe it's a disgusting, it's like you're just disgusted with the amount of consumerism at this time of year. And maybe you're just overcommitted. And you are overwhelmed and you need alone time. And so you're tired and you're angry. 
The anger is a messenger of your soul wisdom. The anger is a messenger of your soul wisdom. The anger is calling you to use the fire to burn up what's been keeping you away from yourself, right? What's been preventing you from connecting with the truth inside of you. That is what anger is here for. And I love this quote by Yogi Bhajan. Yogi Bhajan, if you haven't heard of him, is the man who brought Kundalini yoga to the West. And he says, there's nothing wrong with fire, but when it burns your house, it is terrible. But when it cooks your meal, it is beautiful. And we can use anger to either burn down the house, you know, we say it all the time, burning down bridges left and right, or we can use it as the fuel to burn up what is preventing us from stepping into the vision of who we truly want to be in our lives. So how do you use, not abuse anger? Yogi Bhajan said, anger was meant for self-purification. It was not meant to burn others. So I'm going to share three powerful ways to use, not abuse your anger. And the reason why I shared this at this time of Thanksgiving and the holidays is because I think just trying to be grateful and trying to be happy and trying to be positive, I mean, it has its place, but it isn't what a lot of us need at this time. So many people, and I'm talking to you, like it's okay, but the holidays can be triggering for us if if it's not just the energy of everything, but it's like over committing, like I've said, or people talking shit about you or just having to deal with your family or having to deal with yourself. I mean, the holidays is a big time. And if you want to intentionally move through the holidays as the vision of who you want to be, not that triggery, disempowered, frustrated, angry, blamey version of yourself, then it's important to be really intentional with how we show up in our lives and know that we have the tools inside of us all the time. I want you to be the vision you want to be of yourself. I want you to consistently be able to churn out that lemonade with all the lemons because life throws us lemons and that's okay. I've been calling them opportunities in drag. Okay, so step one is to use the most powerful spiritual tool you have in your tool belt. Ready for it? Are you ready? Acceptance. (laughs) Acceptance comes from the Latin word acceptio, which makes me feel like Harry Potter. And I want to like hold my wand. And in that moment when I'm really triggered, and I'm tired and all the humans need me because I'm a mom. I want to just flick my wand and say, acceptio. But acceptio actually translates or roughly translates in Latin to sense the meaning. Sense the meaning. I know it sounds so trite, right? Accept this moment. But it's true. We are being invited to sense the meaning in the moment, to use our senses to explore the meaning of our anger and what it's here for. When you feel the sadness of the past creep in, when you feel the feelings of financial strain or fear of having enough or overspending, when you are driving, when you're triggered by your mom, acceptio, pull out your wand and acceptio. Sense the meaning. It's in that moment when the feelings of anger arise, 
that the most powerful way to use them is to actually sit with them, to lean into the feelings and the unwanted emotions, to sense the meaning. Now, this is very different than feeding the anger. When we feed the anger, we drink the poison and we feed it with the fuel of justifying our anger. It sounds a lot like, you know, I'm right and they're wrong. She should have never said that. I can't believe they did that. When really we're getting this opportunity to sit with it and wield the flame of anger so we can use it to burn up whatever is preventing us from fully stepping into ourselves. Acceptance is the first step to transforming the anger into fuel for what you truly want. Okay, so step two is to respond, not react. And I'm sure you've heard this before, right? You've heard it in some form that it's better to respond, not to react. The key to responding and not reacting is pause. I love how New York that sounded. (laughs) Pause. My sister's here. My accent is getting out of control. All right. So I have clients in New York who I love and I know you're listening and just know that I love you so much. And they have pause written on sticky notes all over their house. And I talked to them recently and they laughed and they were like telling me, you know, when people come to visit me, they'll just watch them and they'll see the sticky note and they'll just say, pause. And then they'll pause. (laughs) They say, it's really funny. (laughs) And the truth is, it's because when we pause, we reset our nervous system and we ground into our soul wisdom rather than egoic reaction. When we pause, we give ourselves the opportunity to rise to the occasion instead of argue with the challenge. Oftentimes, opportunities are dressed in drag, like I said. So pausing, when we pause, we want to react. And trust me, I get opportunities that I want to react to all the time. And I practice what I preach. I pause all the time. That's why texting is so great because you don't have to respond immediately. This can be a little bit more challenging when you're face to face with family and they've said something that's super triggering for you and is making you want to act like the eight-year-old version of yourself. But in that moment, pause and even just walk away if you need to. Take the pause. All right. My third step is to lean into reverence. And reverence, when I look it up and in the dictionary, what it means is deep respect for someone or something. And the root of reverence in Latin is ceremonia or ceremonie, and it means to hold ceremony for. <laughs> I just love it. Like, oh my God, really? I love it so much. Just being grateful for something almost feels so tiny compared to being in reverence, holding reverence, holding ceremony for something, for the experience, treating life as sacred. So recently a friend lost his three-year-old and this is like literally every parent's worst nightmare. And since I've heard, I've just kind of felt this blanket of sadness and grief cover my life. It's tragic beyond belief and my heart and my soul goes out to his family at this time because it's I just couldn't even imagine it and as a parent myself it makes me hug a little tighter and be more present and respect 
and treat my life with reverence for what I do have right now. Death puts things into perspective. Understanding that at any moment, the reality is it can all be stripped away is really powerful. And cultivating a relationship with death has been really difficult for me, but it has helped me understand that time truly is our most precious asset. If it was all going to be over tomorrow, what would you miss the most? What would you do with this anger? Like it really can put anger into perspective. Is this helpful right now? Is this serving me right now? Is this a waste of my time? And being really clear about it, you know, being intentional and treating our lives with reverence and being grateful. And I know like life isn't always easy and it's not always easy to just be, treat the whole every day and every moment like a great, wonderful ceremony. But having that little piece of, of awareness, knowing and remembering that at any moment it could all be over and questioning, okay, is my anger or my frustration really serving this moment? And is, can I show up more fully in the version of myself that I want to be, not out of the pain that I'm feeling right now? I choose the word reverence instead of gratitude because it runs so deep and so wide. Holding ceremony for our experiencing, admiring our experiences, honoring it. I really believe that anger is here to remind us to hold ourselves and our life experiences in the sacred. So when you're angry, which you will be because you're human, anger is a human emotion. There's no, there's no reason to deny it. It's here to show us something. And I'm just going to recap everything we went over, right? So when you're angry, step one is to accept. Welcome to is where it is what it is. Slow down enough to sense the meaning inside of your anger. Step two is to respond. Don't react. Pause before you react and lean in. How is this all for you? How can you respond? And oftentimes, no response is the best response. Not giving your energy away to that which you don't wish to waste it on. And step three, Hold it in ceremony, admire it, hold your life in reverence and allow yourself to be put into perspective. Allow yourself to be the version of you you want to be. Love what you have in front of you right now, even if it's anger. Lean into the reverence for what is. Thank you again for sharing your precious asset of time with me. If you've enjoyed this episode, please screenshot it and share it on the gram. And don't forget to tag me at I am Meg Thompson. Make sure to subscribe so you never miss an episode and enjoy this crazy little thing called life. Mm-hmm.